It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys here. Hope you all had a good weekend. We are back at it. It is officially preseason week, just three days away from the first preseason game for the Panthers against the Chicago Bears. So just uh, some notes we'll touch on here as we kind of recap the weekend. I think the first thing we're going to talk about is something that we've seen a lot of teams been doing over the last couple days. And you typically see it, of course, during uh, the first week of preseason or leading up to the first preseason game rather and that is the uh the first uh unofficial depth chart released by the team uh just recently and before we get into this remember that these are unofficial there really shouldn't be any un- unless we are feel pretty good about the starters uh, don't uh take some of these positions of course with a grain of grain of salt we know when a lot of teams release these depth charts, typically you'll still see rookies and especially those that are expected to be starters still be a little down on the depth chart because it seems like tradition. You know, some teams might just feel they're quote unquote earning their spot or it's just kind of the the seniority type deal. But in any event, this is such a, a fluid situation. But the first depth chart is out for the Carolina Panthers, and we'll uh, break it down here, so we'll we'll kind of talk about that. So the first team, looking at the starters on offense, uh, really no surprise. It's what we expected for the most part. Um, It's what's been rolling in training camp for the whole time. Cam Newton at quarterback, Christian McCaffrey at running back, Alex Armour at fullback, receivers DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, and then uh, Greg Olson at tight end, and then the line left to right, as has it. As it has been for the last few weeks, Darrell Williams, Greg Van Roten, Matt Paradis, Trey Turner, and Taylor Moten. So no, no surprises there, really. You get to the second team. Kyle Allen right now is listed, again, unofficially, as the second team quarterback. But we know they've constantly been rotating. Uh, we expect the quarterbacks, and uh, that, that was a bit of a news from earlier today, rather, as we're as we're recording this a little after the fact, uh, uh, Ron Rivera did come out today and say that he he thinks all four quarterbacks should play, or it sounds like it's possibly expected that all four quarterbacks will play in Thursday's opener. Now, will will they play? Can plans change? Yeah, they did leave the door open that, um, or they did say rather that they're still trying to settle on. 
uh, a concrete plan, so hold out on uh, fully expecting, I mean, it sounds like it's possible, but there's still there's still a chance that Cam Newton may not play. But as as it stands right now, it does sound like Cam Newton may play probably at most one series, as is kind of typical with these week one preseason games. Uh, so I would say one series at most if he plays, but at least from the way Ron Rivera was talking, there is the chance right now that all four quarterbacks will play on Thursday. So Kyle Allen right now listed at number two, but... I still feel Will Greer, if he plays well enough, he's going to get that backup role. He's listed third for what it's worth, and then Taylor Heineke is fourth. Cameron Artis Payne is listed as the second team running back, followed by Reggie Bonifin, and then Jordan Scarlett, the rookie, is fourth on the list. Uh, I think it, he's been performing pretty well so far in camp. Would not be surprised to see him eventually climb up and get to that second team running back. So again, this this may just be a scenario where Scarlett as the rookie and then Elijah Holyfield, the undrafted running back out of Georgia, is behind him, fifth on the list. This just may be one of those cases where rookies are on the bottom of the list, quote-unquote, earning their spot. But Scarlett, I expect to climb up the ranks pretty quickly. But at least that's how... That's how it stands right now in the depth chart at running back. McCaffrey, Artis Payne, Bonifin, Scarlett, and Holyfield. Uh, Arm, of course, is the only fullback on the on the roster. Wide receivers, again, we said Moore and Samuel are the starting receivers right now, followed by Chris Hogan and Jarius Wright. And... That's that's been the feel as well throughout training camp so far that Wright has still kind of locked down that slot role and then uh, really Hogan and remember if you go back if you remember when uh, Josh Klein was on the show we talked about the receiver battle and it's kind of an up in the air battle it's a close battle between some of the receivers behind Wright it it seems like the top three are kind of locked in on Moore Samuel and Wright but right now it is Hogan listed. Uh, on the second team with Jarius Wright. Then you've got Torrey Smith and Aldrick Robinson listed on the third team. So they are, quote-unquote, the fifth and sixth receivers. So you could say they're on the inside right now, but again, a lot of time to go. And then the guys right now, guys right now in the fourth are, are behind Smith and Robinson. Uh, Andre Lavrone and Terry Godwin, the seventh-round rookie, listed uh, fourth on, again, each side. Might as well just say seventh and eighth. Then DeAndre White and Rashad Ross. And then Damien Jean-Pierre and Jaden Mickens. Again, Mickens, the guy that Josh Klein was touting as the sleeper among this wide receiver group. And again, a lot of preseason action to come. Mickens can certainly make a case for himself. So still a, a long way to go. For a lot of these guys down on the depth chart. Tight ends, uh, not a surprise, at least especially with the top four, the order of the tight ends. Greg Olson, Ian Thomas, Chris Manhurts, and Jason Vanderland are the top four tight ends. And then Tamara Hemingway and Cole Hunt are fifth and sixth. And then if we look at the, the linemen, again, we talked about the first team. Williams, Van Roten, Paradis, Turner, Moten. The second team line right now, 
is Greg Little, Taylor Hearn, Tyler Larson, Dennis Daly, and Brandon Green. Dennis Daly listed as second team right guard on the unofficial depth chart. And that kind of touches something else that was talked about today uh, in training camp. And that was Dennis Daly learning four positions on the offensive line. Essentially, basically learning every position except center. Because, I mean, a guy with his size really is, wouldn't fit at center anyway. But he is a guy that if he's versatile enough and he he was like that it, at uh, South Carolina, and it, it, obviously the Panthers really like his body type, really like his skill set. They feel he's a guy that um, – or he's eventually going to be a guy that if one of these linemen can go down – they can just turn to Daly and just stick him in kind of wherever he needs to be. So he's learning learning a lot for being a, a sixth-round rookie, but a lot of uh, obviously a lot of high expectations out of this kid. And then third-team offensive line right now is Kofi Amichia, Richard Cook, Parker Collins, Kit O'Brien, and Dylan Gordon. And then you've also got... Norman Price still on there as well. So 16 linemen. Expect that number to shrink to probably about somewhere between 8 and 10, depending on how much depth they want or injuries, whatever the case may be. But probably around 8 to 10 uh, will, will probably be the magic number. And you're, I would say the favorites right now would be the, the five current starters. Little, obviously, is going to be there at 6. Hearn will likely make it 7. Larson eight, Daly they're gonna. I would think they're gonna keep as well. That'd be nine. So it's really gonna be up to one of those other seven if they can uh, play well enough to be an extra lineman, be that tenth lineman. I would, but I would say those first nine are probably good bets right now to make this roster. So that's a look at the offensive. Uh, Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. The offensive depth chart right now. When we come back, we will talk about the defensive depth chart and some notes there. But before we get into that, of course, a couple notes from the Locked On partners. A lot, a lot of good stuff going on throughout the Locked On network, including our good buddy Vinny Iyer over at Locked On Fantasy Football. Hey, fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and Locked On Fantasy Football. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else, then because then you are the same. Get the edge from Vinny 
that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked on fantasy football on your favorite podcast provider. And the new Locked On NFL is on fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened to NFL shows. And pat myself on the back, I was on one of those shows. Not that I was probably driving the ratings, but it was nice to be able to be part of the opening week of the new Locked On NFL. Uh, With the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game, follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. And again, shout out to Brian and Matt for having me on last week to talk a little bit of Panthers. Always good to to catch up with those guys, and hopefully I'll be on with them a little more. Uh, especially Brian, if we continue these crossover podcasts throughout the season, since of course middle of the season the Panthers will be taking on the 49ers. So looking forward to chatting more with him and Matt, of course, because I always loved chatting with Matt throughout the season last year. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. And it does feel maybe we should have kept it going because, remember, I was on with him, I think, three weeks in a row, and the Panthers kept winning. Then it seemed like uh, I didn't go on the show, and the Panthers just kept losing. So maybe I was kind of a good luck charm to the Panthers. I don't know. <laughs> As we continue on now, looking at the depth chart, we go over to the defense, and no surprises really when you look at the first team defense, the front front three, uh, and it it does show obviously that they are moving to a three four front as the depth chart list. Lefty end, nose tackle, righty end, and then you have two outside linebackers, two inside linebackers. So uh, no surprise, Dontari Poe. Going to clog up stuff in the middle as the nose tech, as the zero. And then Gerald McCoy and K1 Short as the two de- defensive ends. Uh, I'll be curious as we really get a better look at the defense uh, as these games go on, kind of where these guys line up to, you know, as a five tech or four eye, whatever. But those guys are the front three right now. And then behind them, the second defensive line, as it was as it has been since the start of training camp, Brian Cox and Vernon Butler as the defensive ends and Kyle Love as the nose tackle. F.A. Obata right now is listed on the third team defensive line as, uh, as one of the defensive ends along with Destiny Vallejo. And then Woodrow Hamilton is the nose tackle. And then Bijan Jackson, if I said his name right, is kind of quote-unquote bringing up the rear listed as the fourth team left defensive end. So uh, that's another thing I'll be looking forward to as well, especially in this first preseason game, is these defensive linemen, how they rotate in, and some of these younger guys, a guy like Obada. um, How much has he continued to develop, especially in a new front? I mean, it's not like this kid's been playing football very long, and now he's got to learn some new some new tricks, I guess we'll say, with the uh, with his positions and a new defensive front. Uh, so, how is he handling things? How is he continuing to develop? You know, and just in general, how this three four is going to look. Obviously, we're not going to see a whole lot in the preseason because things try to stay very vanilla. But we'll get some kind of taste of it. We'll see. So that's the defensive line right now. We move to the linebackers, and as expected. Mario Addison and Bruce Irvin 
are the two outside linebackers. And then Shaq Thompson and Luke Keekley are the inside linebackers. And right now it doesn't feel like any of those spots, or at least starting reps, are kind of up for grabs. But again, especially, especially on the outside, expect a lot of rotation, uh, including from guys like Brian Burns and Marquise Haynes, who right now are listed as the two second-team outside linebackers. And with the way Brian Burns has been seemingly tearing it up at practice, he'll he'll get some reps. There, there's no doubt. So he'll he'll be involved. And then I've talked up Marquise Haynes. If you followed me for a while, you know I've talked him up a bit throughout the offseason as a guy I really think can come in and be a solid pass rush specialist you know again he was always kind of undersized for three four defensive end but now that we're in a th- uh or four three defensive end but now that we're in a three four look and Haynes is on the outside that's more of a a suitable position for him I think because he doesn't have to have his hand on the ground he could just use even being on the smaller side he can use his speed to take advantage of some of these tackles already with him already being in a two-point stance. So, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, if there's anybody that I think is going to benefit quite a bit from the change to a 3-4, it's going to be Marquise Haynes. And already being listed on the second team among the outside linebackers seems to bode pretty well, at least in terms of you know, how, how much of an opportunity he's going to get to be a part of this rotation. So he's going to be a guy I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on this preseason and how much he can try to help this team. Uh, rounding out the outside linebackers behind Burns and Hayes, you've got Sion Teohima and then the fourth-round pick Christian Miller. Again, another guy that can be kind of a, a rotational player, get a couple snaps a game, uh, just get after the quarterback as kind of another pass rush specialist. Uh, And then you've also got Antoine Williams in the mix as well among the outside linebackers. On the inside, behind Shaq and Luke, you've got uh, the two two, uh, draft picks from last year, Jermaine Carter and Andre Smith, then Jared Norris and Jonathan Celestin, and then Jordan Kunizic as the the inside backers. And, you know, nice to see Carter and Smith there as the second team. Uh, You know, Norris kind of the, the veteran. and you know, so especially with the linebackers, I think when we get to final cuts, it's going to be really interesting to see how many of these guys, how many of these guys they actually keep. You know, is Norris fighting for a roster spot? Would they keep five inside backers? Um, are they going to max it out at four with Carter and Smith? Lot, lot to discuss. And again, you know, obviously it's a, a domino effect with all these different positions. It's like when we said before about the offensive linemen. I think nine could be. Uh, at least looking at the names that are there, nine could be the minimum that they have, and you very may very well get to ten, depending on how they feel about depth and uh, protecting against injuries, things like that. But that's where we stand with the linebackers. And then you get to the secondary, and no surprise there as well. Dante Jackson and James Bradbury are the current starting cornerbacks, followed by Kevon Seymour and Ross Cockrell. And again, this isn't taking into account, they just listed... You know, left cornerback, right cornerback, and then the safety is kind of your traditional secondary look. You don't have the sub packages in there. So, you know, kind of take this list, too, with a grain of salt in terms of the uh, the nickel position. 
because, you know, especially when we talk about Rashawn Golden, he's not even listed among the corners since he's, you know, had been running as a safety, but now he's in play for the nickel cornerback position. But Seymour and Cockrell right now are the second team corners, followed by Cornelder and Josh Thornton. And we know Elder's been getting a few looks at nickel. Uh, then Lorenzo Doss, Javian Elliott, and then Ryan Pulley rounding out the list at cornerback. And then you get to the safeties. Eric Reed, of course, at strong safety. And he's only been with the team a couple days. But it's like I said, they didn't sign Trey Boston to ride the bench. I think they signed him to be a starter. And so far, he's been running as the first team free safety. Rashawn Galden and Ross Cockrell. So actually, there's the only name so far. That's actually listed on here twice, Ross Cockrell. They have him listed as the second team right cornerback as well as the second team free safety. And that's, again, a testament, I think, to the versatility. And, and again, Cockrell was getting these looks at safety. Um, we know he can play corner well. And then Galden likely going to get some looks at the nickel position. With Trey Boston now moving into the uh, into the free safety role, then Damien Parms and Colin Jones behind them, Quinn Blanding and Cole Luke, and we know Cole Luke has gotten reps at the nickel as well, and then Corian Ballard, the undrafted free agent, kind of rounding out the list, and then just real quick, second or uh, special teams, uh, you got kind of a kicking competition, Graham Gano and Joey Sly, uh, Michael Pilardi, the only punter on the team. And then uh, Pilardi is the the uh, holder, and then go. There's Jadon Mickens again. We talked about him. Josh talked about him as a sleeper. He right now is listed as the top punt returner, and so that's going to help him possibly make this team if he can keep it up with that. Uh, as well, he's also listed as the second team kick returner, and we know typically there are uh, two kick returners. Uh, deep, so even him being listed second is is a good sign. So Mickens clearly is making a name for himself in the in the return game. So it's Mickens leading the way right now as the the punt returner, followed by Terry Godwin and Rashad Ross, and then kickoff returners. It's Artis Payne listed number one, followed by Mickens, and then Godwin, and of course JJ Jansen is the long snapper. So that's a look at the. The full depth chart, and again, I mean, it It also goes back to being early in the season, so it's none of this really comes as much of a surprise. Um, even the Trey Boston being listed among the starters, um, it was, I think it was only a $3 million deal, but uh, you sign a player like that a week into training camp, you don't bring it. He didn't come in for competition. He came in to start, and that's exactly what's happening. So no surprises at all. Um, obviously, things can change. Um, like at running back, like we, we talked about before, I think Scarlett is going to work his way up at some point. But other than that, uh, no, no surprises at all. Or not, not really too many surprises among the depth chart here. So that that's a look there. Uh, before we wrap things up here, want to shout out, of course, our old buddies over at BlueChew.com. Guys, let's talk real quick about sex, and we're talking about 
good sex. So remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, most guys talk a good game, but if you're one and done, Blue Chew can even help you for your follow-through for round two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now we've got a special deal for you listeners, visit BlueChew.com and use the promo code Locked On to get your first shipment for free. All you have to do is just pay $5 in shipping, but you certainly get a lot more than $5 in value. So again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code Locked On. Try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move or maybe... You moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So we'll wrap things up here among the uh, here on today's show, real quick. Uh, there were some injury updates from uh, from just recently, actually from over the weekend, including Luke Keekley actually kind of suffering some kind of injury during FanFest on. Uh, or at least late last week. He did suit up for practice Friday at Fan at FanFest, but he didn't play in the scrimmage. But uh, it did seem like he is recovering well. You know, I, So I, I don't think there's too much of a too much of an issue here. Um, and for the most part, it was just a lot of veteran days for a bunch of guys over the weekend. Gerald McCoy had some time off. Trey Turner got a rest day. Um, so that actually helped Dennis Daly get first team reps at right guard. So that that helped lead to him being listed as the direct backup to uh, to Trey Turner on the current depth chart. But overall, it doesn't seem like there didn't see any major injuries, no major um, no major notes, which is a good news, as we know, no news 
is good news typically when it comes to uh when it comes to injuries and stuff like that. So fingers crossed, knock on wood that 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 continues to happen. But I think that'll do it for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Thank you so much of course for tuning in as always. And remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Himalaya, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen, whichever is your favorite provider. And follow the work, Panthers Wire, Bengals Wire, Downtown Rams, 4 for 4, and Pro Football Network. Well, I will. I have something I'll be announcing in, in terms of that, too. I'm kind of already adding on to my role uh, in terms of just covering the NFC East, I'll be announcing that at a later time. So stay tuned for that. But a lot of stuff to look forward to. I uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.